Welcome back to another episode of Below the Dot Podcast, where we recap and discuss a new episode of Degrassi The Next Generation every Throwback Thursday from the Degrassi Black Hole. I am your co-host, Terry McGregor. And I am your other host, Chris Sharp. And today we are recapping season six. It's a two-part episode, episodes five and six. Did I just make that up? No, you're right. Um, There we go. But before we get into that, we'll get into some trivia for Terry. Amazing. I have six questions for you this week. Oh my god, I don't think I'm ready. What is Darcy's <laughs> un- online username? Oh, girl. Um, They showed it multiple times. Oh, of course they did. I have no freaking clue. I feel like you could just try to guess. Uh, friendship Club. That was None. a good guess. <laughs> so it's cheer girl so you look oh. by thinking what is she into she's also into cheerleading cheer girl got it but it's cheer g-r-l <laughs> what is darcy's sister's name <laughs> is that a trick question because she does not have a sister um it's claire <laughs> wait but why did you say that because doesn't she not have a sister? She does have a sister. Does she not have a sister? I thought we established that like later she doesn't have a sister. Like we don't no, know Claire, Claire doesn't have a sister. Oh, Darcy, that's true. Darcy has a sister. Claire does not have a sister. Okay, that's true. That is true actually, but it's Claire allegedly. Yes. Yes. <laughs> what is JT's stage name on his show? Is it PJ? JP? <laughs> Try it again. Try it again. His stage name? You were right there. PJ. But why would you say PJJP and not PJJT? Oh, because I just have a memory of Mia like trying to say some. Oh, so she said P. Okay, whatever. I'm I'm, I'm lost. I'm going to kick you off the show. <laughs> What did Spinner make Darcy's bracelet out of? It's like I'm not, I wasn't even there. What the hell did he make it out of? Macaroni. Beads. Okay, that's a valid guess, but it was made out of an old leather jacket he had when he was a kid. (laughs) But, I mean, a, a macaroni bracelet would make sense from Spinner, so. Yes. Why does Peter want to join Spirit Squad? Because he wants to be able to stay out later. Yes. And how old is Jesse? Who? Ellie's boyfriend. <laughs> like, any, any validation? Do y'all think that Terry watched this episode today? And I feel that- like she did because... She was texting me about it as she was watching it yesterday. So I'm really confused. That is crazy. Is he 26, 22, 24? There we go. 22, girl. 
But the way you were just throwing out answers, it's almost like you did one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Basically, <laughs> I knew it was twenty something, but honestly, so, that's all I had. One, two, out of four. <laughs> Amazing work with your thirty-three percent. It's really the who is Jesse for me. I did not know that man had a name. That is crazy. Didn't we drag this man? Weren't we just talking shit about how old he looks? That's crazy. <laughs> You're amazing. You're amazing. Well, that's where I'm at with it this week. (laughs) Do you have any tidbits? Are you okay? I I am. I am just on the struggle bus. I am on the struggle bus just because there's so much shit to do. Um, I do actually have tidbits though about Darcy's fake sister or I guess it's her real sister. It's her real sister. But yes. Anyway. Darcy's big sister, nonetheless. Um, so when we first meet Claire, who we will get to know later down the line, very as well, someone that doesn't have a sibling, um, she is watching an episode of Degrassi High when we're first introduced to her uh, in the Darcy's bedroom. I was wondering. I was like, I bet she's watching something Degrassi related. Yes. It's Degrassi High season three. And I looked into the episode because I was trying to see what the connection was, like why they were playing that episode. But it's the episode where Wheel's parents pass away. So I actually don't know if I see the significance for her watching that. It would have made more sense if they had her watching the season premiere or the series premiere of uh this Degrassi series like if she had been watching Emma's episode because Mm -hmm. I talked later about how I'm like is this is this how we introduce yeah the new leading lady yeah that's funny though I guess maybe they tried to make the correlation because apparently that episode is also the first time Emma's name is mentioned in Degrassi High after Spike has her um so like that's the first time Emma Nelson is like mentioned so Hmm. interesting correlation there um, and then the only other thing I had is that Shanae Grimes, who plays Darcy, won a Gemini Award for her appearance in part two, where she's dealing with the the weird man she met online. Um, and apparently the Gemini Awards were like equivalent to like the Emmys in America, but they stopped doing them in 2011. So they mm-hmm. recognize the or they used to recognize the achievement of Canada's English language television industry. And Degrassi had a few nominations. I don't know how many they won that year, but. Darcy was the reason they won one of them for this episode. So, well, Honey was acting, so makes sense because she actually did go on to do more television, and it wasn't just random Lifetime movies. No she offense, did. No, I mean, she got to be on the CW. <laughs> Although I will say that, you know, bring back that show Manny was on. Did you ever watch that? What show? No, almost the LA random Complex. movies. <laughs> that sounds amazing. It was. I mean, I want to figure out where I can watch it because I was entertained at the time. It was probably terrible, but I liked it. From 2012. I feel like she went to LA to try to become an actress. And I think the people who were on that show were probably on, um, like, related to Degrassi. I was actually, so you know, I listened to um, Old Girl Allison Stoner's podcast. And look, I don't know anything about anything. So I'm just going to regurgitate what she talks about. And if you know things about the industry, um, you probably know more than me. And I'm just out here spreading mm-hmm. lies. That's fine. But she said that basically whenever people hire like a production team or the mm-hmm. 
I don't know, the people who are hiring the actors, um, basically they have a short list and then like a long list and then they open it up to casting like randos. Oh. So what ends up happening is if you've traditionally worked with hiring teams, they're going to look for you for other projects. And mm. that's how basically it's just one big nepotism network where if you know people, you're on the list and they'll let you play their roles. And then I was like, oh, so this is why people are so upset with like Nepo babies because first they go to the short list then they go to the long list. And then if they still can't find anyone who fits within their schedule and budgeting and will work with them, that's when they open it up to other people and you're competing against all of them. Um, it just seems really hard to get parts and to not be typecasted or whatever. So that is all to say that I realized somewhere in there, the LA complex is somehow connected to Degrassi land. And I realized I said, Oh, so that's how Manny probably ended up in LA complex plex after Degrassi, not to shame Cassie Steele, right. her, not even saying, not even saying that the people on these short and long lists aren't skilled, but basically if they're familiar with you, they're going to hit you up to go on to their next projects that they think of you. And so that is what I thought of when she was talking about the short list and long list. That makes sense. It's all, it goes to back to like the saying, what is it? It was like, it's who you know and stuff like that, especially in LA, whatever the, that saying is, I know it's that. It's not what you know, it's who you know. Yes, there you go. It does not matter how good you are or how bad you are, I guess. If you have those connections, you'll probably have a chance at acting. I think about this every day. I look around my job and I realize who knows my the hiring manager. And I'm like, oh, that's why all y'all are stupid. Yes. Because it's that's not such what a you good know. Point. It's who you know. Absolutely. And when things like that, like acting is such a big deal. So it's like with high stakes like that, they're just going to take their chance on someone that's at least had a lick of acting experience so mm -hmm. yeah that must be how all them lifetime movies that are probably filmed in canada has that degrassi connection right or i mean i guess i wonder who if it, there's anyone connected to degrassi on Ginny and georgia oh yeah because they have a lot of og characters mm -hmm. so that would be interesting to look into but it was very illuminating to just realizing how difficult it is to break into the industry Mm -hmm. And I don't know if we've talked about, we talk about all the time how shame, shady it is that these characters have to experience first while on the show. And we talked about how shady it was, whoever had to have like their first kiss or whatever on the show. Mm -hmm. um, and she does talk about that and how that's messed up. So basically we were spot on, even though we don't know anything about anyone or right. anywho, we were spot on with at least what Allison Stoner believes. Yeah, that's interesting. It's so interesting that all the childhood actors are like speaking out with like podcasts and stuff now because it's also as the disclaimer, unsure if I identified Allison Stoner as Allison Stoner by name or I use they because Allison Stoner uses they pronouns. So I am they do identify as they mm -hmm. my earlier if I did accidentally use her or she anyway. I don't know if I added a trigger warning onto this episode. I wouldn't. Yeah, um, I had the same thought, but I didn't um, include it. Yeah. So we can, we can go ahead and get started on our recap. So on this is a two-part episode, as you know. So we'll do episode one, plot B, plot A, then episode two, plot B, plot A. And in case anyone was wondering, Terry's 
dog really wants to participate in the episode tonight. So she has a lot yeah. to say. She can't wait. <laughs> All right. So for a plot B, very casually, Toby reads that a local TV station is hosting auditions for someone to host their kid's show. JT is very excited because he's like, I'm going to get my old job back. He was, was he getting annoying. paid for that? Not enough. I don't think he, I think the money wasn't enough. So he had to quit that okay. job because he was just doing it to like be in the industry, but not to pay the like bills. Sustain. Yeah. So he had, that so he had to quit it to go work at the grocery store or wherever he was more, the pharmacy. Like, Gotcha. Okay. I was about to say, because why are you going back? One, it's not a job if you're not getting paid, but two, why would you go back? But I guess he doesn't have a responsibility anymore. Liberty overhears <laughs> and she insinuates that JT is immature. I don't know how getting a job is immature, but he was being really annoying in that scene. So, mm-hmm. okay. JT is now complaining Liberty's snide remarks. And Toby says, All you ever do is talk about Liberty. You obviously still like her. But no, being obsessed with Liberty would be like being obsessed with oatmeal. Only to be interrupted by Mia Jones. And Mia tells JT that her daughter loves him on this TV show, which inspires JT to cut class and go to his audition. Because it's time to make a move on the mother of his biggest fan. In spite of the drug charge on JT's record, he is able to get his job back on the kids' TV program. That's actually a really good point. Because that was all I was thinking of. I don't really care about JT. Because whatever <laughs> it is that it is. So I'm going to ask if you think Nina got a perm to have her hair curly on the show. I was oh, that's, that. that's a good point. Because it definitely doesn't look like that's just what it's naturally like. Right. I don't <laughs> think that's what her, I mean, it's so hard to know because I feel like they're also very processed. Mm-hmm. No, I don't mean this disrespectfully, but it's like, if you don't know somebody, you have no idea what their hair is supposed to look like, but it did look like a perm to me. Yeah. It doesn't look like, uh, what the hell do you call it? When they like do waves or like crimping, like crimping mm-hmm. back in the day, you knew when it was like crimped hair and that's not what right. it looks like here. No. So that is, that was what I was staring at during the whole episode. <laughs> I was like, I just wonder if she got a perm. Probably. Anyway. Why do they make another joke in the script about JT's size? They can only leave that little boy alone. They will never let it go. That is so wild. This Mia's like, PJJT is a lot of letters for a little guy. And he's like, what'd you hear? Child. <laughs> That's he embarrassing. Ends up, he ends up inviting Mia and Isabella to a taping. Liberty watches them hitting it off through the window. Which, J- or Degrassi is really good for somebody watching you through a window. Mm-hmm. Like she just had to be looking through that uh freaking like aquarium looking hallway. They always catch someone doing something in that little area. Every time. So Isabella and Mia enjoyed the show and Mia invites JT out to get something to eat. JT is a little hesitant, but then Mia's like, Oh my gosh, if you're not interested, it's fine. She gets really flustered and she leaves. So suddenly the next day, Liberty is like, well, it's not really sudden because apparently she's kind of been interested in him and he's been interested in her. So he, she's, she actually takes it upon herself and it seems like she's going to like broach the subject of them getting back together. But unfortunately, she gets interrupted by Mia. Liberty then overhears JT telling Mia that he loves kids and he um. clearly very much likes Liberty. And it is during this watch where I'm actually paying attention and I realize that JT was probably holding out for liberty 
But like he couldn't resist moving on with Mia, which is why I think he hesitated with Mia. Um, he was like he was trying, but then also still holding out, and that's why he hesitated. It had nothing to do with Mia or her being a mom. Interesting, because that was my thought. I was like hesitating because you were judging her is interesting but then i was also like what if he like was triggered or like considered the fact he put his child up for adoption so he's like how could i like take like date someone or move forward with someone that has a kid when i gave my kid up like that was my thought process with that it was just like is he being hesitant because they had a like he actually does have a child that they put up for adoption yeah no i don't think that's what it was i thought it was kind of like the way he was looking at Liberty and the way that Toby called them both out. Mm. I think that he actually was just genuinely holding out for Mia or for Liberty. And then I think, I think it's pretty, I mean, I got this interpretation. I assume you did as well. That Liberty is salty. Cause he's like, I love kids and he's dating a yeah. mom. And then like, clearly it didn't work out with them, which I mean, I can like somebody else with their kid and not like me with my own kid. Those I are two have my things. own things. Mm-hmm. I, I love my child. But before I had my child, I liked other people's kids a lot mm-hmm. more. I liked the idea of having my own child. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And I feel like they didn't necessarily get closure. Like, and not that closure is necessarily a thing, but like he was in the hospital. She had gave given birth they gave the baby up for adoption like it moved so fast they're about to move in together like i just think that things are like very unfinished obviously because mm-hmm. we know what we know moving forward but very unsettled and it, yeah it's very sad for liberty actually now that i yeah. think about it i feel very badly for her and i don't think a lot of people really felt badly enough for liberty no they definitely just pushed her to the back round too often for people to i feel like be empathetic right Anyway, so JT was holding out for Liberty, but he couldn't resist Mia. I don't get why Mia likes JT, but I <laughs> understand why JT hesitated. She ends up, oh, JT ends up biting, inviting Mia and Bella out for ice cream, and a jealous Liberty watches from nearby. Now we're in plot A, and wow, they really did set Darcy up to take over as a show lead to Emma, because we're meeting her parents, her sister, everything. Darcy is in the car kissing Spinner outside her home, and she mentions an annoying younger sister, Claire. Don't worry, we'll get more on Claire later, and we'll get (laughs) way too much. Everybody always complains about how much happens to Claire, and it's like, well, she Mm -hmm. was a lady. They did do a lot to that girl. The girl went through it. She did. I don't have a lot of memory of watching her seasons but i just know that there was mad traumatic stuff that happened to her again and again and again mm-hmm. and everybody knows wonders or everybody knows about how claire asked if old boy erased her from his memory oh, <laughs> oh my god man i just think oh anyway they love that clip better watch out for her this one's fertile then she ends up dating her stepbrother oh my god <laughs> went through it Anyway, we are not there yet. We are still just meeting Claire. We learned that Darcy also writes an online blog, and this is going to come back to us. In fact, I then, as I was doing this recap, I looked back. I was like, is this the Hello 911 episode? And yes, yes, it is. (laughs) While that Darcy begins her reign, as I said earlier, as the show lead, Baton be kind of being passed to her with none other than a PSA about online safety. Look at history repeating itself. 
Anyway, so the spirit squad wants new uniforms, but Darcy turns down everything because it doesn't align to her nun aesthetic. The way I would kick this bitch off the team, because she's worse than Paige. Yeah. Which I thought was funny, because then Manny actually says, Darcy has me missing Paige. Darcy is such a hypocrite and just, like, tries to, well, act so nice, but is, like, so very her own motives and, like, in the back of her head is just like, hmm. Nope. Don't care that I portray this Jesus-loving. Don't like crop tops. Nobody asked you. Why do you get to make all the decisions? And then she decides to add boys to orchestrate more looks and tricks. Who, like, how? How? How are you just making all of these choices? Girl, right. Where is the teacher in charge of this team? Or coach? And one thing that confused me, and I mentioned this in the past in a previous episode, she hops on the announcements to tell the students that George Bush used to be a cheerleader. And <laughs> I don't know why Degrassi students in Canada would care about the president to another country. Mm-hmm. And they should, like, oh, and then you should try out for that team as well. And this is not me saying that you shouldn't care what goes on in another country. But I'm saying BFFR as a 12-year-old, developmentally, that is a very egocentric, pay- or like, era for a 12 to 16 year old and i'm not expecting someone at that developmental age to be worried about what anyone is doing in another country and i don't think canadians are that obsessed with the u.s yeah why is that such a random fact that they love to throw out because i've always known that fact like against my will like why did i know that you didn't deserve to know that and i'm sorry actually should be honest i don't think i knew that except for this show (laughs) Um, but I did feel like, I think we talked about um, how the series moves forward. It has a lot more of a United States influence. And I think that was part of it. Is Sinead Grimes from Canada? Uh, I feel like I've looked that up before. I think she might be. I'm looking it up right now. She is a Canadian actress. Yeah. All right. I just didn't know. I guess I should have. Anyway. Meanwhile, Peter shows up to tryouts and Manny puts an end to everything because Peter is straight garbage and she does not care that he can hear her. So it's just a soul you're missing? Peter has the nerve to be offended like he didn't distribute a video of her naked and get kicked, Sean kicked out of Degrassi. Back to back offenses. Like, are you kidding me? She really shouldn't even be in your presence. And then the way he gonna do some shit this episode? It's wild. They give him too many chances because as if he has not already showed you that he is garbage. And so I, sometimes people will go in and be like, Peter Stone is the worst character ever. And my memory isn't the freshest. But now that I'm seeing it every Mm -hmm. season, this man does even worse. Mm -hmm. (sighs) So Danny immediately proves that he does not need to be on that team because he asks about grabbing Manny's inner thighs. And Manny tells Danny that I have met camels with more grace. And he replies maybe but i got twice the hump (laughs) gross how is this better than short skirts and crop tops girl so i guess this is the kind of the beginning for the piece peter and darcy fling not at this moment but eventually peter lifts Mm -hmm. darcy up and it's very shaky but for whatever reason she's like this is amazing I don't understand why they need boys for lifts all of a sudden because they did lifts under Paige's reign because that is how Paige broke her ankle. But maybe that's why. Because Paige broke her ankle. But that was also on purpose. It was on purpose, right? They facilitated that. Anyway, 
So when Peter catches Darcy after tryouts, she ices him out and tells him, I have a boyfriend. And he's like, thank you for allowing me to try out. And she tells him some people deserve forgiveness. Darcy rehab. It's wild how Darcy has all the forgiveness for boys, though, but none for Mia. Hmm. She's about to let Peter on the squad. Peter, of all people. Peter, who distributed Manny's nukes. Peter, who got Sean expelled. Peter, over Manny, or Mia, who had a baby. Right. What sense does that make? Like, where are your morals? Like, because that's insane. Little judgmental bitch. Where are they? Where are they? Yeah, she's the worst. And she doesn't hold back either. Like, she never is like, actually, you know what? That was stupid. It's like always after something happens or like something is taken from her that she's like, I was like such a hypocrite. Like, yeah, you were. And I feel like Darcy sucks so much for me because since she her reign on the show ended, I believe, prematurely, we don't get to see her grow. So mm. she goes through it. She kind of comes back out a little bit on the other side. And then she's just gone. So we got to know so much. And we made her suck. And we never really made her better. Yeah, they should think that through when they be writing people. Because sometimes people leave. But like, wow, you just made her suck for most of her time on the show. Mm-hmm. And I can't stand that hoe. She was only good when she was rehabbing Spinner. Right. That was it made so much sense. Perfect person. but And then, right. And then, like, once her work was done, you can now just see her for the terrible person she is. Or suddenly they turned her into a terrible person, honestly. Yeah. Either way, where are we at? So, Darcy doesn't know how to forgive me. Peter tells Darcy that I'm so bored at home and Spirit Squad will allow me to stay out a little longer. And he's like, maybe we can connect online. Darcy's back on my nerves because she's now upset with Spinner because he won't <laughs> kiss her more. But this means he doesn't respect her needs. But she doesn't want to be good anymore. And I don't know where any of this is coming from because she was right. just too good to get cuter uniforms. I'm and I confused. laugh. Because isn't the oomph chat scandal also inspired by a need for new cheerleading uniforms? Oh my gosh. Why does that sound so familiar? I want Degrassi to just give the girls new uniforms so they don't have to play on the internet. <laughs> so Darcy's going through a crisis and Spinner's confused. I'm confused. You're confused. Who's not confused? She happily hops online and finds a lot of fans on her My Room page because, like, Peter linked his hit, her page to his. They need to get on that computer out of her room. Clearly nobody learned from Emma. Darcy ends up scanning a picture of herself in a bikini for a fan who requested more pictures. A fan? Apparently, this is the more that she needed because the next morning she's back to being happy to see Spinner. And I don't un- like, is this this reflection of teens online is very confusing to me. <laughs> yeah, it's her getting that dopamine. I don't know what it is because it's almost like she was like overcompensating for the fact that, like, with Spinner, that she was doing stuff online with other guys or like was getting attention online so she was okay with spinner because he wasn't giving her all the attention but even that's not true because it's still not enough right because like you're always calling him a horn dog yeah i don't understand she wanted i don't know what it is and he calls her out he's like if i kiss you too much i'm a horn dog but if not enough i'm not respecting your needs what do you want darcy and it's okay that they outgrew each other. That is valid. Mm-hmm. But I think she's not really reflecting on that. And she's sending very mixed messages. And Spinner calls her out on it. So mm-hmm. love to see it. <sighs> so 
Darcy is talking to Peter. He linked her to his blog. She's like, oh, that's cool. I don't know why she thought that she knew these people, though, because it couldn't be dumber. Because Darcy is like, who is that Adams guy? And Peter's like, oh, we're tight. I know him from um, private school. Okay. So you're a liar. Like <laughs> he is a hundred percent a liar. So apparently, though, Peter did do some research. He practiced, and now he's basically a professional cheerleader. Darcy and Manny are impressed, and Manny finally accepts that this apparently was a good move. After practice, Manny, Peter, and Darcy are talking and laughing amongst one another when Peter Loki dry snitches on Darcy's online personality. He mentions that Darcy posted some sexy pictures online for a friend of his, and Mandy's like jokes that Darcy's version of being in a sexy pose is being in prayer. I wear rosary thong under my habit. I like that Darcy can at least poke fun at herself. Mm -hmm. So look at her one redeemable quality. (laughs) Peter gets a little too comfortable. He pulls out his camera and Manny's like, absolutely not. But we really like, I thought it was funny because they had this whole photo shoot and tell me we didn't sit around having whole photo shoots like this with the digital camera. Absolutely. The digital camera was like the greatest invention. The amount of photos you could take, you didn't have to wait for. You could immediately upload them. Iconic. It's such a 2000s moment. (laughs) So they had an entire photo shoot. They take a bunch of pictures. This cute, lightly scandalous pictures. Darcy ends up uploading the pictures while she's still at the school. She posts them privately labeling them. We need new uniforms. Manny is happy that Darcy made the page page profile protected, but Darcy admits that she allowed the rich guy Adams to have access. He already paid Peter $200 for the pictures. An online admirer paying for photos. That's not creepy at all. Girl, somebody got to tell him. Like, Manny's just going to tell you what it is. But I'm confused about, well, I guess because he went to private school, he would have money. That still doesn't make sense to me. Like, why would someone pay $200 for photos if they were not a creep? I'm sorry. I don't understand how anything did not feel creepy to you. Right? For someone that was judging other people for crop tops and skirts that didn't even exist yet, you're wild. (sighs) Anyway, so Manny already calls it for what it is. I love that she calls it for what it is. She did not forget seventh grade. <laughs> Great news for the Spear Squad, though. Darcy somehow manages to secure new uniforms in this quick turnaround universe. Darcy claims that she secured new uniforms because she's been selling chocolate bars, but nobody saw her selling <laughs> chocolate bars. From where? Like, I'm just watching this and I'm just really, truly wondering how did you think that lie was going to work? And how did anyone believe it besides Manny? Well, not right. Manny. Anyway, call out Queen Manny says, does just what she does best. She says, oh, chocolate bars, little bitch. But Peter <laughs> says, our photos are pro- are protected on the secret page, and Manny is rightfully not convinced. But Peter says, he's interested in seeing what else I can get with more sexy p- pictures. This man actually says, Papa needs a new pair of shoes for selling pictures of them being pretty online. And that's like, is he your pimp? Yeah, that's nutty. Again, someone who has distributed pics of someone's boobs to the school is in charge of your photos okay right right so manny has had enough she's like no she excuses herself but darcy does not look done and this (laughs) is where we would include an ad from our um people subscribers whatever sponsors but guess what we don't have any because y'all don't listen to our podcast so 
We're going to go on to the next episode, assuming Terry doesn't have any comments. No, these people suck. Everyone but Manny sucks. That's all I got. Every single time. It's always everyone but Manny. I would name that this episode if we didn't already have an even better title. (laughs) All right. So we were talking about Jesse earlier, but why? Well, because Jesse's in plot B of this episode, but apparently Terry wasn't watching that because Terry had no idea who Jesse was. Girl, the way this plot had nothing to do with me is insane. Nothing to do with me and nothing to do with what I care for. Although I will say that because, you know, I'm always ahead. Well, I'm not always ahead, but I'm finally getting back on being ahead since my job really be making me do my job is terrible. Anyway, um, he has (laughs) he has a purpose in a later episode, their next two part episode, I think. Okay. And I was like, okay, he needed to call this bitch out. Anyway, Ellie is in the office making out with her boss, Jesse, and I need to know how old is this man, but guess what? We found out he's 22. <laughs> she tries to pump the brakes, making out of his office, and Jesse invites her to her, his place. Ellie is enjoying a plate of absolutely nothing but chopsticks with Ashley and discussing her <laughs> dating history. I, I actually had to pause and I said, there is nothing on that plate. There is nothing on that plate. It's so funny you say that because I noticed when Ashley ate, it was like the tiniest bite. I was like, they're not eating anything. <laughs> like, what are y'all doing? This is terrible acting. Like, okay. Anyway, a- Ellie is weary of things with Jesse because she's never been with a man, evidently, and she's embarrassed of her history. Ashley tells Ellie, if you can't talk about it with Jesse, the least you could do is be prepared. And that is very solid advice. <gasps> Absolutely. We should have shared that in our tidbits about how to. How she was attacked on the TTC. Again, so very confused by that. I'm so stuck. But I started reading the comics. I was like, can somebody expand on this? Um, So in case anyone's wondering, the TTC is the transit system in Toronto. And, but the comments, I don't know anything about anything in Canada or Toronto. Mm -hmm. The comments were giving racism. It was like, the police can't do anything because they lock them up and then they let them back out and it's supposed to help minorities but the minorities just attack each other and I was like that's what y'all say in Chicago too so actually and it's racist when you say it here so I assume it's right. racist there too Um, it's always oh they can't do anything so they don't do anything and um, maybe because the city doesn't have enough funding or resources for people who need it yeah, that was interesting. But yeah, so that was really sad to see. And I hope she is able to get the help she needs so that she's able to move mm-hmm. on and move forward. Yeah, I saw a couple of uh, Degrassi actors commenting on it. Yes, Shane Kipple commented on mm-hmm. it. So really sad about that. And I, again, hope I hope she gets some healing for her. But anyway, back to the episode. Ellie ran to the clinic to prepare herself for sex and of course she runs into Jesse to make everything awkward but if things weren't bad enough then she, then Nina is also there uh, so Ellie all flustered tries to rebuild her reputation so she's like I'm, I want to pitch a story about that little office at the end of the hall just like Carrie Bradshaw Jesse tries to shut her ass up and she keeps times. going and then he tries again <laughs> and she keeps going and finally he's like no and so she tries to resign from the paper because she feels embarrassed. And he's like, look, girl, you're cute and you're mortified, but I was trying to save you from yourself. Yeah, she was not having it. She was really just trying to dig a deeper hole. 
Mm-hmm. And he explains that he would love to talk to her later about where they're going as a couple. And I guess she stays on the paper and they stay together. Who cares? <laughs> they really were trying so hard to sprinkle the college life in for us. And we just never really asked for it. Nobody. Not a soul. All right. So on to the really good plot of this episode. Darcy Edwards. A dark Darcy. The episode begins in media immersion class and Darcy is messaging Adams to thank him for the money. She's blatantly doing this with an eyesight of Mrs. Simpson, so I don't understand why she's shocked that he can see her activity. Right. She's like, I'll try harder next time. And she exits the conversation without a confirmation to do so. Like, he doesn't even say you can go. And I just think she's really disrespectful. Yeah. Peter invites Darcy over to take more sexy pictures so she could make some more money for Spirit Squad. And she's initially against it, but then she tells him, mm, I'll think about it. Which is crazy. Yeah, is that not child porn because she's underage? Like, what is happening? I think it's only porn if she's naked. Oh. I don't... That should be questionable, actually, though. That should be I... very questionable. Again, I don't know anything about anything because... Right. Yeah. Right. Um someone's probably thinking no that's not how that works you might be right um anyway <laughs> manny tries to warn um darcy about peter but you know bitches be hard-headed so probably can't hear through them ex- extensions which i feel like <laughs> her hair looks awful yeah they tried to just make it full and it was like it was not what's up no <laughs> Darcy and Spinner enjoy yet another intense makeout session in the car, for which Spinner once again has to stop her. She invites Spinner into her bedroom to show him her sexy pictures. She's taken some new pictures in her underwear, and Spinner is all for it until he realizes that they're online. Now you know if Spinner thinks that you are being stupid, okay. that Say you it. have to be doing something stupid. He's like, Darcy, who else has seen these? And she does the age-old trick of deflection, and he says. Who else has seen these, bitch? Really <laughs> admits that only a select few have seen it. But it's really private, I swear. There's no such thing as privacy on the web, Darcy. You're not wrong. Why does he know that and she doesn't? That makes uh-huh. no sense to me. Darcy says, it's only pictures. They're just looking and Spinner's like, a sweet child of God. That is not <laughs> all they are doing. <laughs> Darcy says this outlet allows her to feel sexy and free, and she has no interest in taking that page down. Upset about her fight with Spinner, Darcy goes to confide in Adams, and Darcy then takes Peter up on the sexy photo shoot offer and heads over to his place for the pictures. Peter starts confiding in Darcy about how it's nice to have someone to talk to and help him get over his breakup with Emma, and Darcy shares with him, okay. She's like, she literally stares at him, and has a stank face and then she closes the door and says it's time to get to business she does not care about his feelings (laughs) she's wearing a schoolgirl outfit long button-up shirt plaid skirt heels and stockings up to her thighs i cannot believe that somebody else would trust peter with a camera though as if there's just not proof that he's gonna do something foul with these photos this is not like she's right posing for it too and he does Eventually, she is in a bikini on this man's bed. It's hot. She posts the photo shoot. She's disappointed to find out that Danny and Derek managed to hack her page. 
oh, wow, I'm so surprised. There's no privacy on the web. Not only did they see her pictures, but they printed them and they want $20 for her silence. That's crazy. She pays them. Darcy then decides to delete her My Room page. She passively seeks Spinner's forgiveness at Friendship Club that afternoon. But he's not trying to forgive her, though, because he's seen the pictures, too. He calls her out for everything she put him through in the season finale, and she rightfully tells him, you actually cheated with Paige. <laughs> and she's not wrong, because it is apples to oranges, but that doesn't mean that both fruits ain't rotten. Mm-hmm. Look at that. Look at that analogy. Anyway, Darcy asks him, who sent you the pictures? And he's like, it was Peter. Girl. Soon after, a strange man enters Degrassi looking for somebody. Peter tells Darcy that he sent the pictures because she and Spinner were going to break up anyway. And he asks, why would you want to be with a poor, boring Christian guy when deep inside of you there's a sexy chick bursting to get out? Ew! He's gross. I'm just like, there's the Peter we all know and hate. There he is. Darcy slaps Peter. He admits that he met Adams in a chat room and he doesn't know him at all. So it's like he just goes from like foul to like scum of the fucking earth in 30 seconds. I mean, let's be for real. Shorter than I thought it would take. Like, it's so crazy. It's Mm -hmm. one thing that he sent the pictures to Spinner. Fucked up. You did not know that man. You did not know. And you let her think that you. Because when I asked if you knew him, it's like, is this a real person or a catfish? Right. Only to find out that not only is it a catfish, but it's a freaking creep. Yeah. And it's like, so was he profiting off of that? You know, like, was he taking some money out of it? Because why were you doing it to some random stranger? You know what I mean? Oh, my God, you weirdo. His motive, like, what was it? Darcy's walking home with Claire and Claire admits that she saw the pictures after remarking about Darcy being quiet. Immediately after, Adam shows up and he admits that he followed Darcy home from Degrassi after using the school info on her uniforms to find where she went to school. Darcy mouths to Claire to call 911, and she's like, my boyfriend's coming, and she's really uncomfortable, but Adams is not leaving. But lucky for Darcy, Claire did call 911, and Adams gets arrested. What kind of names is Adams? That's what I'm thinking. It's like, that's just a screen name? Because what? Why is this plural? It's very confused. <laughs> um, Darcy and Claire are talking later about how the cops need to remove the computer from their room for the investigation. So it's just like, where was Emma in this episode? Honestly, even like um, Mr. Simpson could have been like, you know, like being on web pages could get you in a lot of trouble. Had to go right. save my stepchild from a fucking hotel room once. <laughs> Claire reassures Darcy that she just got mixed up and she's still a good person. No, she's not. And they no. share a sisterly and reassuring bond, and the episode ends. Uh, I guess the moral is to keep computers out of a room. Yeah. Nothing is private online. Whatever you post online is online forever. So there's yeah, that mama, on my that. mama told us. She said everything if you put it in writing, it doesn't go away. She's she been known. Yeah. And that was so I understand like the topic for the episode though because it was so new back then like the internet and stuff like that and privacy and like the fact that you know like had that been a real website like that stuff would still be online today like those pictures of darcy would still exist today um so they didn't really get that back then but like my goodness girl and then like racy photos at that and you over here talk about some you don't want people to wear crop tops like 
there's no oh my other moral is you're literally the reason that uh catfish the tv show exists to this day <laughs> like you people are nutty <laughs> you bitches is very dumb god do you have anything else that we missed in this really great episode let's go look at your notes i'm nosy that's a good point um bitch it's nothing in here see that's why you don't be knowing who's jesse is no not at all i did not write anything <laughs> for that plot i only wrote about jt and mia and then darcy's story so mm-hmm. yeah not you no. said could be the reason he ends up and just I, stop I, there could be the reason it ends <laughs> mm-hmm. 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 but yes I got nothing. Everyone's an idiot, so. Mm-hmm. I mean, again, disclaimer, I know they're teens, and they're very stupid. And that's fine. That's developmental. All right, so next on Degrassi, Spinner is upset over the result of his aptitude test, which is, like, the worst thing. I watched that whole episode, like, how did y'all think that this was okay to do to children? Terrible. Like, why are you making this man feel bad, this bad about himself? Okay. Anyway, Jimmy decides to design t-shirts with Spinner. They go into business and open up a store. There was no pre-planning behind any of these decisions. Who rented them this property for the store? (laughs) Meanwhile, Alex returns to Degrassi to get more credits, but her bullying past comes back to haunt her for one time only because we literally never see this girl again, and we don't learn her name until the last five minutes of the episode. And I want to know the purpose of this (laughs) storyline. Lots of trial and error, it seems. They develop uh, like Alex's character only to throw her into the gutter again. And I don't understand. It's like, oh, Alex is trying to be better. She's trying to be better. She's trying to be different. And then next thing we know, she's smoking weed with Jay instead of going to take Paige her items for her job. And she's telling Paige she's too uptight. Like that bitch is just trash. And they didn't try. She didn't have a lot going for her. She had a lot of stuff stacked against her, mm-hmm. but neither here nor there. They did not let this bitch win. And so I'm mad that they wasted our time with this plot. Yeah. Like, why is she in here? Did you fire the people who were working on the storyline? What happened that we just <laughs> dropped the ball on Alex after this? <sighs> that wraps this week's episode of Below the Dot Podcast. If you enjoyed your listen, please tell a friend to tell a friend. To hold you over between episodes, you can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, or TikTok under some derivative of the username below the dot. Feel free to reach out with any questions, comments, or concerns on either of our social media accounts or email us at whatevertake385 at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll be back this time next week. Whatever. Bye.